Hello and welcome to Under the Heatland Podcast. I'm Kaylin and joining me today are my three enlightened centrists. David. <laughs> Hello. Don. Hello there. And George. Hey. This week we're talking about Netflix. Um, I don't really think this needs much of an introduction. Everyone in the world knows what Netflix is. Um, but we're kind of interested in how it's influenced uh, how we consume media in a world of with YouTube and TikTok and Instagram and that sort of thing. And just, I mean, I just, I think it's quite an interesting topic to go into. So who has, who has Netflix here, boys? I well, I had Netflix for about two years because my old roommate had Netflix and just, I don't know, never like logged off. So <laughs> I've just been using theirs. And then suddenly one day, just didn't have Netflix. So, oh, okay. Well, probably not going to buy it. So, yeah. It's pretty cheap. That's why I, I was going to ask is a better question. Who actually pays for Netflix here? No, not I no. My, my mom does. Yeah, my I think my <laughs> girlfriend has Netflix, but that's on her, like, family's Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, that's how yeah. I watch it. It's, like, her family bundle thing that's just logged into my computer. So then I just use that if we ever watch anything. Wait, who's? I thought you had mine on. You're using mine for a while. I, I did. I used your family Netflix, <laughs> I think. And now I'm using my girlfriend's. Because <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, that's like an interesting thing where, like, when I used to have Netflix in my old house, me and my housemates shared it. Back when it was, it kind of seemed a bit more worth it. I didn't mind paying a little bit towards the contribution. Whereas mm. now, if I had to like actively actually pay for Netflix, I I wouldn't. I'm just wondering if you guys would actually pay for it because it's it doesn't seem worth it. Like it's surprisingly expensive, right, for a single Netflix subscription. How much is a month? I think it's like a tenner, isn't it? It's around no, that, right? it's, it's like seven ninety nine, eight pounds, seven ninety nine, something like that. Yeah, basic is five ninety nine. Okay, so that's just for one one person watching um, stuff. Yeah, you research. can watch it one screen at a time. Yeah, okay. And then you have the like I mean, the multi. Um, it goes stuff, up to right? eleven ninety nine is the most expensive. Is that with what like you get for and everything. And... Four people can watch it at a time. You can have it on four different phones and tablets logged in at the same time. Unlimited uh, HD available, yes, and ultra HD available. Okay. Ooh. Well, I don't think the price is necessarily an issue. It's insanely cheap. It's really yeah. cheap. Compare that to, like, you know, like, Sky TV. I actually looked it up before we did the podcast. If you get a Sky TV, like, package with sports... Now, apparently there's two sports packages, like, and you have to get all the individual channels, and there's, like, kids and movies. If you get all of it, it's a two-year contract, and it's, like, £98 a month. What? Ninety-eight. Uh, yeah, like and Sky is so expensive. Yeah, Fucking and it's like a thirty hell. pound, and and this is like a deal as well. I got like loads of savings or whatever. That's all the like the sports yeah. stuff though, right? That's super super high. A lot of it is the sports stuff. Yeah, that's the thing that people yeah, really sports, pay out for. Yeah, if you get all the sports, it's like sixty pound a month. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, people still do that. Like, I know people who do that, and you still get ads. You get <laughs> loads of ads on everything. It's ridiculous. Hmm. So I, think, I do yeah. think, like, even though I don't like pay for Netflix myself and like, I don't currently have an account, it's so cheap. It's like by far the cheapest. So it's one of those things that I I wonder if the company is even profitable because, um, you know, I, I don't. Venture capital is this is this big thing now where a company does not have to be profitable for several years because it's just getting so much investment. So mm. something like Netflix can just get loads of, or like Uber, for example. Uber doesn't make a profit, and that's because. 
it just has all these venture capitalists just investing tons and tons of money so it can price out the competition. Like, they lose money on every ride, but they can afford to do that because they're getting so much investment. And then one day, they'll raise the prices when they decide they want to I be profitable. I think that's probably the not what's the case with Netflix. I think it's more the opposite because Netflix was the first, right? If you think of, like, the old days of the video rental shop and Blockbuster and, like, you know, we talked a little bit off the pod about, like, Redbox and other things. Netflix was the first, like, of those kind of video DVD rental companies to transition into streaming. They were the first big streamer. Because I know, like, Blockbuster thought about it, but it was too much of a risk for them at the time. Whereas Netflix, like, fully embraced it and became, like, the you know the streaming service like you know like netflix and chill is like the thing yeah right it could be in another world right they just happen (laughs) to be the first one right and i mean they should have it's like uh skype and zoom you know like they should have cornered the market this whole time because they had such a massive leap but they just failed to like progress with the times you know wait skype and zoom should have what no like you know how like skype was like the biggest video conferencing call for like decades yeah. yeah it was like backed by microsoft and everything yet nobody uses them anymore everyone uses like zoom like during this whole pandemic yeah um, they did i don't i do not know how zoom did this it's insane <laughs> it was like blockbuster like they just failed to progress with yeah the technology and the times and they, just they completely got completely failed because of it i think there's a question yeah. now that like netflix might be potentially doing that because I think why Netflix was so profitable was because it was the name at the time. And also there weren't any competing services out there. They could charge like, mm. you know, a relatively little amount because such a large portion of the population are going to get Netflix because it's cheap. Like I would imagine, I'd love to know the percentage of households that have ne- like a Netflix account. And if everyone is paying like £12, like that's quite a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty reliable that if you speak to anyone, they're going to have access to Netflix. Yeah. You just say, like, have you seen this on Netflix? They'll probably say, yeah. Well, to go back to the very beginning of, like, when Netflix first became a streaming service, it was a very different place from what it is now. Like, anything and everything would be on Netflix. You would find, like, the latest, like, big movie, like, from Marvel or whatever, which, you know, is nowhere yeah. to be seen on there now. And then you'd also find strange horror movies that would never see the light of day on anything else yeah it was just it wasn't you know all this i mean we'll come to it i'm sure but it wasn't a lot of their own production it was just Mm. like this weird wild west of like any and every movie and Mm. i think that's why a lot of people initially really got on board with netflix in particular i will say amazon is basically that now yeah yeah. it is the wild west it is full of shit really like stuff that like you don't have access to with like amazon prime you can still like pay a couple of quid to rent it and but even on amazon prime i think that you can just like allow your movie to be on there because if you search for example like alien on prime video you get your aliens, you get all this kind of stuff, and then you start going down the stuff that's available on Prime, and it just gets really weird. It's like, <laughs> it's like, um, okay, the Alien Files, UFOs under investigation, um, <laughs> and it's like, well, basically a million like, okay, what China discovered on Moon's dark side, yeah. and there's an alien in the thumbnail. It is so and it's all just like weird conspiracy DVDs. But there's well, not even... just that. Like we found, like my girlfriend is Italian, and we found like a like a travel thing of sardinia and it literally looked like two people had just gone and made their own show like with a camera <laughs> and just like gone into like a town and like started this on amazon people. yeah yeah just on amazon prime and it's sort of like <laughs> oh yo yeah, what is on this, amazon this prime. Is not professional at all <laughs> 
Yeah, there's literally uh, Minecraft machinimas that we've seen just pop up on Amazon Prime. Really? Where people are like voicing their Minecraft characters and running around and yeah. yeah Jesus. Like, literally mental. anything can get on it. There's like YouTube style like Let's Plays and stuff yeah, yeah, that yeah. we've found. Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, you, and you won't get any of that on Netflix. It's, yeah. It seems much more curated. They I, do have the B-movies, but it's generally like generally real movies it used yeah. to be yeah really bad quote unquote bad good in a way i remember yeah. one of my first experiences with netflix was probably in like i don't know 2011 or something and we watched some shit horror movie called like weenie roast massacre or something <laughs> was was just, this rings a bell maybe we told you about it because it was just like this completely shit made like horror film of someone um, they had like a baseball accident or something, and then they kill some people at a, a weenie roast. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I I don't quite remember, but it's I remember there's something to do with baseball. They get hit in the head, and it makes them go mad, and yeah. they start killing people at a weenie roast or something. And it was What's just a weenie roast. Um, you know, like uh, like <laughs> I guess they're not right? really a thing over here. Yeah, it's like a hot dog party or whatever in America. That's... Yeah, all right. But yeah, it was like it was a complete piece of shit. But I think it was the on there. there. Like his Netflix used to I imagine it's the stuff that they can get that's gonna be worth it for their bottom line. Right. Like I, I imagine like B movies like that are gonna cost them like fucking nothing to to sort of buy the contract for and and slap up so they have more content to give out to people. Hmm. Whereas like yeah, I don't completely. know. That's the thing I really wanted to talk about was the fact that it's so like Netflix changes so much. Like the idea yeah. of like what is on there is like so not permanent. It's I don't know. I it really bothers me when you're like, oh, I really want to go back and watch this thing, and it's just not on there anymore because their contracts totally. really run out. But it, it's 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 better because I mean, obviously they can only have a finite amount of stuff on there and pay for it. So it's better there's kind of fresh stuff because if it was just the same shit on there mm. all the time, um people would get bored pretty quickly it's one thing don you said to me ages ago you were like oh yeah me and my girlfriend are trying to watch something but there's just nothing on netflix and i was like are you insane there's so much on netflix and i think that your perception that there's nothing on there is kind of netflix's fault because it's just overwhelming with the amount of stuff on there no but it kind of like masks it don't you think like there's not really an easy way to search through stuff and like even searching through genres is a nightmare because stuff appears multiple times because I think they it just, makes it seem like there's more stuff. stuff. Over and over, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's like repeating the stuff they are to try and mask the fact that, you know, maybe a few years ago they did have everything. Whereas now there's not actually that there's much shit on there. There's loads like, of stuff on there. I don't there. know, man. I mean, in response, yeah, in response to what you said, I mean, it's like, it's very two ways now in that, I mean, there is plenty of stuff, but it's either high budget stuff that they have made like your your witches and your house of cards and, and and shit like that which like a lot of it i don't care about at all and then you have just like fucking rubbish you and liked house of cards yeah until it went to shit what's <laughs> <laughs> well, kevin spacey became a pino it's not really netflix's fault <laughs> well i mean i i think <sighs> I think House of Cards went downhill before Kevin Spacey turned out to be Like, what, what do you guys actually like? So let's go on to sort of the original content stuff that Netflix is now producing. What stuff do you actually like? Because I watched The Witcher and it was like relatively entertaining, but it wasn't like, I wouldn't say it was good. The only reason I really watched it was because it was on Netflix. It was this cultural thing that had come out. 
and it was relatively entertaining to just put on. I uh, yeah, I didn't like but it. Like, it's no, not, I didn't like the Witcher that much. We were talking about yeah, the, the boys, Kalen, just before this, and it's like yeah. the boys is an Amazon original. It's like quality from start to finish like really exciting to like watch the new series it's sort of topical it's on point it has something to say that's like you know satirical and yet on netflix it's kind of like almost this different audience it's more like the documentary side of it like you know they have all the like louis theroux stuff i think they have like they do like the tiger king stuff and like making a murderer were like huge sort of cultural phenomenons right like during when everyone was talking about them like you know kind of like in that game of thrones way where it's just like Round the water cooler, you imagine just chatting about like that Netflix show. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I well, think I mean, I could name. Sorry, George, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say it's just because there's just so much original content that Netflix is producing. Like, even um, like there's so many of those like competition shows that Netflix makes now. And um, yeah. like Homeowner, there's like Tiny Home, which is really oh, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like they do so much content like that and then they'll just stop. Like they'll do one season and then be like, nah, it's not. That is really comfortable. Mm. I really liked the show about uh, deep, it was like a deep fried cooking competition. It was called Deep Fry Masters. Oh, yeah, we watched that. Yeah. And <laughs> that just was this gone. But it was just like, it was a standard reality TV. Exactly. Though, wasn't it must have been super like, cheap to yeah, make. Yeah, but at least with other, you know, production companies and stuff, like, they have a vested interest in that. Like, that production company would make, you know, not that many things. So they'll just continue to make, like, the one show that they are really good at making. Like, we watched um, Next in Fashion on Netflix, and it was, like, a fashion competition, like, designing show. And it was really good. It was, like... Project Runway, but without all the product placement and ads, and then yeah, they just like stopped it. After I think one the, season. like the interesting thing with Netflix making the shows is that well, there's there's like two types of Netflix originals where there's the ones where they go out and basically like commission it essentially from like a production studio or something or their own like in-house production studio, and then there's like the the other side of it where they seem to like just get stuff like. I know that Bright and Bird Box, which were two pretty big like Netflix films, they were basically just sort of Hollywood rejects. They didn't want to get like give them a full film release. So they're basically these finished products that a production studio had made that Netflix just sort of got the rights to. And I think it's really interesting that there's like these two types of original content because I don't know, the quality for some Netflix stuff like Netflix originals compared to other Netflix originals, like very so much. Bright was so bad. It was awful. Like Yeah, Bright was awful. But yeah, it was super but, like they look at that sort of thing. And even Bird Box so much good stuff. Yeah, but like with say like Bright and Bird Box, it and even The Witcher, they didn't get super they're not like well critically received at all. But yet like they can say people loved Bird Box. Netflix can say like the critics didn't. Critics really disliked the it. The critics didn't, but like people enjoyed well, it. Yeah, people, I, I know the Witcher's one in particular where people have really, really gravitated towards it, even though it didn't get the best critical response. But it's because it's yeah. basically, you know, it's not free, but it's like if it just pops up on Netflix. And this is the thing, right? If you it, Netflix, there isn't actually that much to watch when you've had it for a while. So when something new does come out, you're like, fuck it, we may as well check it out, right? And like and Netflix, Netflix is going to do everything they can to make everybody watch it. Like Netflix so much, wants yeah. 
Yeah, they want the next yeah. Game of Thrones. They want everyone to be talking about The Witcher. So yeah, it's pretty true. Yeah, and make if it, The Witcher yeah. was on like some, if it was on like the BBC or something, I my dad would not have watched it. But no. because it just randomly popped up on Netflix and he was like, "I need to watch something," he actually watched The Witcher, which like is odd. But yeah. because yeah. Like it's randomly pops yeah. up, they make yeah. it an event. Like Netflix will like change like the whole banner and like all the background will be look oh, like you can't The get Witcher away from or it. something. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the idea the when they control the platform and the content. You know, they can just. There's yeah. a certain extent yeah, where the quality doesn't actually that matter that much, like because they can point and be like, "Well, 20 million people watch this," and it's like, "Yeah, but 20 million people wouldn't have gone to pay to see that at the cinema." Like, no one's paying to see Bird Box at the cinema or Bright at the cinema, but it's just there. I mean, it's free. Bird Box, they might have. I, yeah, maybe you're right. Bird Box is a kind of film that I I don't think would have blown up in the cinema. Bright is the, the definitely cool. one, but would not have done. Bright would have fucking Bright made nothing f- at the well, cinema. They'd have, have got slated by the reviews, and then that, like, you know, I know it's, it's not the be-all and end-all, but a lot of people still pay attention to, like, film reviews. Because going to the cinema mm, is yeah. expensive. Like, you don't want to spend a tenner to watch, like... Imagine spending a tenner to watch Bright. Like, fuck. Yeah. And I, no, go ahead, Don. I think there's something also of a spectacle, um, say in comparison to someone like Bright coming out in the cinema, where it's, oh, it's another Will Smith film, to then being... Oh, it's a Will Smith film on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's like when it's almost like when Henry Savile was was um you know made as The Witcher guy mm. Gerald or whatever his name is. Like that was kind of a big deal because it's like here's this big movie star and now he's starring in this thing on the like TV a smaller show, yeah. platform. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you had like Kevin Spacey who was obviously a massive actor and then he was in House of Cards. Uh, obviously, massive <laughs> file. redacted as well, but yeah, yeah redacted. Um, <laughs> But I don't know if you know this, but they actually, you know, you're when you're on Netflix and you're on the homepage, the the images for each show, um, they change those images to appeal to you personally based on like what you watch. Really? Yeah. So it's kind of like, so if you're really into like action or horror, they'll make a film that has action in it. That'll be the prominent yeah, thing. Yeah, Whereas if you're more into like drama, they'll make an action film look a bit more like they'll emphasize that aspect of it. Um, so it, it is like incredibly like the algorithm and all that sort of things oh, yeah. working just to make you watch shit. And they have it doesn't work for me. Like, Jesus, does it not? Because I have the thing where like I don't know. You watch like the new Star Trek, and then everything is like sci-fi. They're like, here's this other sci-fi show yeah. you might like. <laughs> you end up with this weirdly curated thing. But like, yeah, I know. Yeah, what well, were you going to say, Kenny? Because I was going to. say I just go that, on like, there. I go on the homepage and I'm just like, I'm scrolling down. Scrolling like, endlessly. Me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's just so much. But then I pick something and I really like it. Like, I watched a really great movie the other night on here. There's a Netflix original. Um, I, I, you know, there's there's loads of series on here that are really good. I've seen great movies that are like really artistic and brilliant. Um, I watched this film called, uh, what the hell was that film called? Oh, The Platform was really good. That's oh, a yeah, new that was one. Great. Yeah. Yeah, um, man. I spent much what? more time scrolling through Netflix than actually watching Netflix. I'm sure if there was like a way to check how long I've spent on the menu compared to the hours I've actually spent watching <laughs> yeah. the content, it would be fucking. I think that's a lot of people. I think that's like a really big thing that people. That's the issue. That's one yeah. of the things I wanted to talk about and why I think Netflix is kind of interesting because it's like, you know, you you. I used to watch a movie on Film Four at like nine o'clock, mm-hmm. like all the time. So I would go on TV and be like, "All right, what's on the what's on the nine o'clock film?" Because that'd be like one of the better quality films yeah, that they'd yeah, spend yeah. more money on. They'd put a nine o'clock, and I would just basically watch it no matter what it was, and mm. I would just watch it and I would enjoy it. And now it's just like I'm looking and there's like hundreds of movies that are like probably really good in their own way, or like you know have something really interesting to say, 
and I just don't know what to fucking click on. Mm. I think that's the content. <laughs> I really do because it's like it's this weird. It's not... No, it is. It's this. I weird... don't think it's purely the content. I don't. No. But like, it's one because the content on Netflix is like a small portion of all of the films that are out there. You know, you can't get everything on Netflix. But then also, it's this weird thing where cinemas have become overpriced. So the majority of films oh that gosh. are getting made are like big Marvel esque blockbusters to get like this spectacle, so people pay it because they have to see it at the cinema because of the sound and everything. And you have this like really small indie scene that doesn't really. I don't know. They don't really get like wider releases anymore. Like, you know, you have a lot of like small short films on like Vimeo and stuff like that. But there isn't like, I don't know, there isn't sort of, it seems like the real highs and real lows in terms of budget and production. You know, there's no sort of middling uh, films anymore. There would usually be I those. I think Netflix films. is picking up those middling no films way, though, no that way. don't need a huge budget. Like, oh, dude, I watched this movie last night called Nobody Knows I'm Here. Um, Amazing film, like indie vibe, like really enjoyed it. And that that I would never have gone to see in the cinema. Mm. It's like it was this like small Chilean film or the platform that the platform has got like nineties cube vibes, and nobody nobody would go see that in the cinema. That would probably not even get made, or if it would, it'd be like some weird like art house film. This in like two cinemas. Yeah, but it got like a decent budget. You know, it had good production values, and that's because of Netflix, I think. So, do you understand now why we were saying um, yesterday in the side pod when we were recording it, or whenever it was? Um, why cinema in general might be on the downfall because of something like Netflix. Because if you don't want to see a big Marvel movie, why would you want to go to the cinema ever when you can yeah. just watch something on Netflix? I think it's just that there's well, two different things. There is other it, movies right? in the cinema, yeah. to be fair. It's not just Marvel movies. There's, <laughs> not at the like, moment. You want to watch Tenet? That's it. Well, yeah, they're yeah. just Tenet in the cinema right now. Yeah. That's because there's been the apocalypse. Yeah, But like... You know, generally, there's. Um, do you remember the film Roma? Was that was that a Netflix that was original? A Netflix I think it original, was. Yeah, and that won a fucking Oscar. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And it was a really great movie. Like, they, they are. There is good movies off here. Like it, it's just a different way to basically distribute them and finance them. Mm-hmm. I think that's the main difference. And obviously, it does change the content somewhat. Like series is do really well, right? Because people are going to watch episode after episode they're all kind of orchestrated to make you just watch the next one netflix will literally start playing the next one like before the credits have even fucking started mm. it's it's actually you have to like like i literally last night i was watching the boys and i had to jump out of fucking bed to get us to not play the next one on amazon <laughs> that's so true yeah. it's just like whoa chill the fuck out like it's been like two seconds yeah and even scrolling on netflix is so annoying if you don't want sound like suddenly yeah, a fucking trailer yeah. is just playing like for something it's, even if you watch a movie it will start playing a trailer for another movie afterwards unless you stand up like it's fucking it's so annoying mm. um but yeah i mean w- we were talking about cinema the other day and kind of george this is on the side pod one probably won't be, it will be out by the time this comes out i don't know maybe um, i think so but we were talking about George, I think, was a big critic of the cinema, saying it's a bit outdated. Why don't you summarise what, what you were saying with that, George? <laughs> it was, I don't know. It was basically saying that with the price and, like, what it actually is and, like, kind of why it was built and what it's become, for the majority of the, like, films that you would see, like, in the cinema, it's not, like, in my view... There isn't much reason to, like, hold on to this old way of, like, watching media, which is, like, just with, like, a lot of other people with, like, a really nice screen. And I, I would, I'd akin it to, like, um, if you're, like, you're just paying to, like, rent, like, 
the really nice system for it. But people don't do that for other things. Like, people will see, like, a live band, but they're not going to go to this room with, like, really nice audio equipment and just, like, listen, like, to just a CD, right? Like, it seems like it is getting a bit... I mean, it is, like, you know, it's, it's dying, and it's not... It uh, totally is. It's not going to be around forever, like, so, yeah. The thing with the cinema is that it's, that. like... <clears throat> it's in this weird spot where to make the money because like because disney like and marvel have this huge stranglehold on like the amount that they take from their fucking big blockbusters which bring in all the money like they have to give such a crazy high percentage to have marvel films like disney films star wars films like it's insane like and it's the idea of like you can't really have a cinema do both art house films and be like profitable or even like exist even though the cinema itself is something that like like i think personally should be like preserved like as an artistic uh, thing like you i know, agree like having yeah. a real projectionist actually you know working and there is something about it that is very different to watching it in your own home like and i don't yeah, know sure. it's, it's interesting like, like eradicate about... cinemas i'm just saying like the idea of what it's become now like oh yeah no not, for sure like art house Be- like, yeah no i'm not like cinemas. disagreeing i'm just saying like, it's prince like charles yeah. prince charles cinema in leicester square my favorite cinema absolutely amazing they it's closed right now till october because uh, they haven't opened up for the pandemic uh like other cinemas have it's not that expensive it plays old movies all the time and there's just something so amazing about going to the cinema and seeing like the original blade runner on the big screen yeah or seeing like um They'll play like Jaws. They'll play like they'll do like sing-alongs for movies. Um, they'll do they they play the Room with Tommy Wiseau, and watching that in a cinema full of people is one of the funnest things ever. See, well, this, and it's it's this is what you it's said, like, like, it's a good example stuff of that's like made for the cinema or like made for Netflix, and it's like so like going back to Roma, right? Where Roma was like it was sort of done like either in association with Netflix or like Netflix got the distribution. They produced it, but like they still no no they weren't for. Product. It wasn't Bowen producers. Like they just distributed it, I think, and like so it was still made as a cinema and still had a theatrical release in cinemas and like did film festivals and things like that. And then it just you know came yeah, out on Netflix in and, yeah. yeah came out on Netflix and it's kind of like I don't know. Is it just it's it's weird? Like we said at the beginning with George, where it's like the platform has a like stake in the production at certain points, where it is just like you know arguably just like dvd or just like like vhs or like all the cinemas themselves and it's like this just this distribution platform but yet they are sort of sticking their toe in to like product producing stuff and it would be really interesting to know how much of it they are actually producing and funding themselves as opposed to just as a distribution like service buying the rights to stuff i don't know because yeah when you see something with the little red n in the corner it's not really clear what that means yeah. like did they did they commission this did they buy it Mm. Like, yeah it's just a netflix original yeah, yeah right. some uh, like even uh different uh regions have different netflix originals that they would show like i remember better call saul was hbo production and in america it was on hbo but can't get hbo in england so netflix bought it and called it a netflix original because <laughs> yeah, you could um, only find it on netflix in england but yeah. it was made by hbo netflix had no That's stake in the creation I of did it did not know that yeah. yeah, I think that's what um, it like, muddies the water somewhat in terms of like what is a Netflix original, what is like a you know an Amazon original, 
it just it, it's it's really strange like because i'm pretty sure the, the witcher right they funded a lot of that like but then some stuff they do just like i know bright was just purely like a hollywood said no for a theatrical release and they were like okay we'll have that same with, with bird box yeah. It's not it's like probably they made this thing. Yeah, I I think a lot of it almost now goes without saying in in some regards because the amount of new content that appears on Netflix probably outweighs the amount of old things which are put on Netflix just because of the way that streaming services are now all kind of competing with one another to give people specific reasons to to like subscribe to specific streaming services. Mm-hmm. So Netflix is gonna fund almost anything you could assume regardless of to what extent and you can just it's going to be like a netflix production you know just because they're going to want as much random thing as possible to like you know with this is only available on netflix so it almost doesn't have to be specified anymore i don't think yeah and that's the like the interesting thing with these different like services that are all popping up like in the wake of netflix like we talked about Amazon, but that's obviously a little different because it's kind of something you get thrown in with the Prime. But like Disney Plus is now a thing. Like HBO have their own one, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Like Hulu yeah. in the States, and they're all different like Hulu, countries. Yeah. And it's this sort of this thing where weird, it's like more... British ones now. Yeah, yeah. There's like the old B- British ones. The BBC and the ITV one. Yeah, yeah. They pretty much right. Like because you're saying and like there's, the... there's all like horror ones and yeah, yeah. Or like yeah. Ruby, where it's a bit more like you know the actual like art house films and it's very cinema fo- focused and the bfi i think are like linked with them will have their own one and it's kind of this thing where like going back to what you're saying about sky george like sky is crazy expensive but you know some of the cheaper packages i imagine aren't terrible not them defending sky because they they fucking suck but like they have the football and those like unique like ips whereas now all these different streaming services are trying to like fight for your money and mm. it's not just like your 5.99 for netflix it's like your five ninety nine for Netflix, your seven ninety nine for Disney Plus, your you know, another seven ninety nine for Amazon Prime and then etc. etc. And it's kinda of like it's start, mm. starting to build where it's like this weird like dividing up of these streaming services. And again, like Disney have their own thing. Like Disney is like the crazy monopoly holder of like everything, basically, in terms of like a lot of shit. And now they're just like yeah. No, you. Co- we're having all our stuff on our own thing. We're also getting The Simpsons, and good luck. Yeah, it's almost regressed back to what it was, you know, in like, the early two thousands like and such. Channels. Where it's like, yeah, yeah, like you're paying for channels basically, and that's almost like what you're doing now. If you want to watch The Simpsons, if you want to watch The Witcher, and you want to watch, I mean, what's on HBO? I don't know, like True Detective, like The Wire, yeah. like Sopranos, Game of, Thrones? Game of Thrones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think it's a really interesting outcome with all of these different, uh, like, companies now, like, kind of taking their own exclusive media, is the, like, I remember when Netflix was, like, really big and, like, just uh, gaining, like, huge traction, people were saying, like, oh, I used to pirate loads of movies, but... Now I just buy Netflix because it's easier than piracy. Yeah, yeah. Because everything's on Netflix and, like, I don't have to download it from, like, dodgy sites. But I feel like now it's pushing more people into piracy because they're like, oh, I don't want to spend, like, you know, seven ninety nine just to watch yeah. Hamilton or something. So <laughs> sure, I'm going right? to pirate it. Or I don't yeah, want to yeah. spend this amount of money just to watch, like, Game of Thrones. 
Um, like so in yeah, a like, I think, theoretical yeah. situation that definitely didn't happen the other night. We have Netflix. Uh, I mean, if someone had Netflix and wanted to watch like Iron Man that used to be on Netflix, <laughs> and they're not going to then go on to, oh man, I'm going to pay seven ninety nine on Disney Plus to just watch Iron Man again. It's they're going to find it on like a pirate site. Like it's totally mm. that. It's like it becomes it's so much easier. Whereas, like you said, George, Netflix used to be a thing where it's like, cool, I have got this and I don't have to worry about it. Whereas, like, and like for me personally, it's like I pay for an Amazon Prime. Like, I don't want to pay for anything else. Like, if it's not on Prime, that's unfortunate. And I'm sure there's other legal ways for me to get that content. Do you, do you guys remember when uh, Mandalorian came out in the States and yeah. De- Disney Plus wasn't available here yet, but somehow everyone in the UK had watched yeah, Mandalorian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out again so, soon, yeah, isn't people- it? The Boys in Mandalorian, the Saving 2020. Yeah, well, one thing is I want to know is what the fuck is this fast forward feature on Netflix? <laughs> like this, like times two speed. This is the George what special. The f- oh, George. Yeah, George, do you want to explain that? that? I don't, I'm not, to be honest, I'm not familiar with what it is on Netflix, but I mean, hey. It just, it's the speeds up the show. Why would you want that? It's good. <sighs> what? You, because then you can twice, watch twice as quickly. Uh, I mean, it's like. <laughs> everyone put this podcast on two times speed. Yeah. yeah, I would. If I listen to this podcast, I'd put it on time to speed. You wouldn't give us the time. What, the look, okay, listen, listen. listen. To what just, just for because I've had a lot of shit for like watching videos and listening to stuff on like you know times one point five speed or whatever. Do you think that the human like the the speed in which we are speaking is the perfect speed to listen? It just happens to be that the speed yes. that we speak is the exact same. But it's not just to listen, is it? It's like the whole experience. Like you don't want to speed through like a slow, you know, an atmospheric film. Like I don't know, like Seven Samurai. You're not gonna like put on like a Kurosawa and just be like, you know what, this needs to be faster. Yeah, but maybe if you got like 900 IQ, you can experience all of that, but just faster. I, I don't you know. are a fucking warrior. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry, but I, I don't think people are going to be using this Times 2 feature to speed up their podcast or whatever, because it's like, you know what, voices sound that little bit better when they're sped up. It's a case of like, oh, I've got to do something soon, I best fucking speed this up and not pay anyone near as much attention to it. Like, Well, that's, that's something what... else that we can talk about, like how Netflix and all these streaming services have like completely changed the way people just consume media like i mean this does all tie into to to binge watching in a way which is why i'm surprised there is this times two speed thing but like get this like because on the one hand they do have that stuff and they do release like seasons all at once for you to just spend your day going through but like like we were talking about just before like the pod started it's like the boys season two just came out on amazon i wanted to watch it all and there's only three episodes out and then it's coming out weekly and like, why? Why is that a thing? Why is it like that in 2020? Surely it should all be out at once. I think it makes more sense now that we've experienced binge watching for quite a long time. I've watched every season of Stranger Things, like binge watched them the day that they've come out, and sat through all of them in like almost one sitting. And a lot of that show now, despite seeing all of it, is a complete blur to me. I don't yeah, remember a fucking thing so about it. It's so much better watching it once a week. I used to be so hyped for like every episode of The Walking Dead that would come out because it was like once the a bullshit, week. And that man. wasn't even and that long ago. It's more like of a cultural phenomenon when left. it's once a week. It's, yeah. Like yeah, think yeah. of Game of Thrones. Like Game of Thrones would not be so massive if everybody just watched so it true. Like, in, in two days and then talked about it for a week and then stopped talking yeah. about it. Yeah, so when the season finale of The Boys is coming out, you know, they want to make an event out of it. But this it's different because it's not the same thing, right? Where it's like, 
Game of Thrones existed because it was like a regular TV release, right? For that, mm. and it was like, you know, wasn't yeah, very good. Game of Thrones. They want that. Like Netflix yeah. wants The Witcher to be Game of Thrones. They want it to be something that everybody talks about. But they released that online and everywhere, like throughout the whole week about the new episode. And then when the next episode comes out, they all talk about that for like ages. But they mm. released it all at I once think... with that one, though, right? They did, yeah. I think yeah, that also is like, probably a better example because that show is so fucking slow that if you were to sit there and watch all <laughs> of it in one sitting, like you, you might age about twenty years. Is it? Is it slow? I never watched it. Maybe you should watch it on time too. It's the same. I think it depends mm. on the show, right? Because you have like the you mentioned The Walking Dead, Better Call Saul, and Game of Thrones, which are all TV shows based purely around like essentially ending on cliffhangers and wondering what's going to happen next. Sure. Whereas sure. like, you know, The Sopranos, it doesn't really matter if you binge watch it or not because you're not like, oh my God, what's going to happen next week? Which is what the weird like, I don't know. I never really liked that. Like I was going to say earlier as kind of a joke, but like The Walking Dead got really bad because it became this thing where it fucking nothing happened yeah. for 45 minutes and then five minutes before the end yeah. there'd be a fucking cliffhanger and then the next episode would start with someone from a completely different area and a completely different storyline and then nothing would happen again for like 45 minutes before that would end on a cliffhanger and they'd like flick back to how these two stories might connect this is like it's like true. a con like a fucking it's smoke and mirrors like it really isn't like artistic yeah it's bullshit yeah yeah, yeah um yeah, it's, it's totally true. But like, you know, lo- lots of shows do that. Um, like Doctor Who was the same. It was always like, there's this huge, big mystery just waiting behind the corner. Like, what's behind everything? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't and then you, you find anymore. out like four series later. That's the thing. It's kind of yeah. like, as well, it evolves, it no. should be made for more like... That's why The Boys is so weird, because that feels like it should be one big thing. Like, it doesn't... I don't know. I don't want to wait for a week to see what's going to happen. It's like... You can kind of see where it's going, and like the joy is yeah, seeing but, how they pull it off. But do you know? But that? that's the thing: Netflix and all these, you know, Amazon Prime, whatever. They don't like necessarily want to make the best show. They want to make like the most engaging and the one that you would want to watch again, and the one that you'd click on again the most. Like they yeah, want true. to like. It's not about art. Yeah. They want to do all these like weird tactics to like keep you watching, even if afterwards you're like, you know, annoyed that it happened, but you watched it all. One thing I think we need to talk about is is like 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 we were I think briefly mentioned before about um the way we actually watch these shows now. And I think a lot of people watch these shows completely differently to how you'd watch a film in the cinema, in that they are barely paying attention. People are on their phones, people are like honestly, you go around someone's house and it's like, let's watch the series and everyone's just on their phone. That's really annoying. Or like, but that's because the series isn't good. Like, this is what I mean when it's like that's no, it's not. For sure, you are. How do you know? It's not. It's a change in us. Like, if like, I bet these people, if you were to put on like Citizen Kane, they'd be on their phones because (laughs) it's just about the fact that our attention spans are so warped. Now we can scroll down TikTok and have like a million stimulations, and our fucking brain is just freaking out. Um, whereas, and then you watch like a slow, considered film. It's, it's impossible. But that's the thing Especially that those people wouldn't like. But that's the thing; those people wouldn't go to the fucking cinema to watch cinema, Citizen Kane anyway. But they're waiting not, for the these Transformers. These aren't like dumb people. These are everybody. I think yeah, no, it's like, 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 like they didn't exist back when Citizen Kane was yeah, out. I'm saying well, yeah. anyone could become one of these people. And I, th- and and I like, think you know, that's because if you're watching something and it's not engaging, like 
I'm not, and I'm saying this is the fault of Netflix when they put stuff like The Witcher, which doesn't actually require any sort of brain power. It's just kind of like, ooh, something exciting is happening, and then it doesn't matter what happens in between until the next one. Like, I think it's the way that you, and if you're sitting to watch stuff where it's like you are just sticking stuff on in the background. Whereas you compare that to like, like the Tiger King, like everyone watched the shit out of that, like and paid attention to it and talked about it, right? I bet they were on they, their phones. Yeah, so, they like, they still were able to like engage like you know they still were able to consume it in the way it's but what i'm saying consumed. is it, it's changed like we used to watch something and we would watch it when i would watch the nine o'clock movie on channel I four or i would I go to blockbuster people... and get a movie i'd watch it I so i so disagree because like you have like adverts advert breaking it up like i think you would probably those are times before smartphones existed like and it's before like there were those distractions like i think it's more on the phone than like the content and if the content isn't engaging it's like you're gonna get distracted like it's on the phone it's on the phone 100 percent. it is on the phone and you can it's, also it's on the way we basically stop, get media like, generally and you can pause and stop the, netflix the... and go back like i think that's a big thing that we haven't really talked but about nobody, nobody does, does that, that. No, nobody i uh, think of like the millions and millions of people that watch netflix do you think suddenly like somebody pauses it and like actually can you go back because jane was on her phone for the past seven seconds be very and you need to go back because she might have yeah. missed that piece what, of dialogue what big groups are you watching things on Netflix in like it's for you or families, with your families family dude. Like, like we're families and are, you saying, complete, yeah, like, are you saying that like if you were watching fucking normal channel 4 and random shit those people wouldn't be on their phones or doing stuff anyway. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that like people generally consume media in the home, in whatever media, in a completely different way now. Like, even, like I remember when used to like the whole family would sat, sit around and watch a movie. Now, you know, someone's on an iPad. Someone's like, you know, someone will literally be on a fucking laptop. It's just there's we engage with stuff in the home so differently, and that's why I think the cinema is so special because. Actually, to be honest, I have seen people on their fucking phone yeah, in the right? cinema recently. Like, but that I is like, as well, like not shit. I agree like totally that it's like it's people on those devices and it's the devices themselves that are a distraction. But like I don't think it's maybe it's because we discussed before we did the pod, but it's like I don't think that's down to like Netflix or Amazon or anything like that. It's it aggravates. No, it, no, because like, it's like if, there's if just, just so watching, much content. But if you're just watching like the fucking Everything's TV, throwaway. If you're watching just a channel of TV for the same amount of hours that you would be watching Netflix or Amazon, it would be the same thing guarantee it if you wake up in the morning fucking have your like you know your coffee and your breakfast and you watch like two episodes of Frasier into like two episodes of fucking like Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares you're not going to be sitting paying complete attention to all of those for those like four hours you're going to be like wandering in and out you're going to be checking your phone you're going to be doing things and then it's I don't think there's really like I don't think it's changed it in that way I think it is the phones and devices that my, my argument would be that like with Netflix, there's just such an abundance of things to watch that all may well be high quality, and all may like all these movies like require a lot of attention. It's not all just bad quality. Witcher no, no, type I'm not shit. saying that, but like it's the time and the place that you decide it. If you wake up in the morning and decide you want to watch like you know, Amelie, it's like fine, or like you know, say like a Kurosawa where it's got subtitles and you have to pay attention to it. That's not the right time. It's the same reason why you know that stuff isn't shown in the morning on like chat tv channels it's the more like trash reality stuff that you don't have to pay attention to that's all i'm saying but what i'm saying time and place. is that like it loses value because like the the amount of stuff you have there like it's just the difference between watching something on uh, on, on nine on on film four there's there's advert breaks and that'd be when i'd go to the toilet or like get some food or something like that because i wanted to watch the movie and it's it. all just you what, say what you, you don't pause like netflix when you want to go to the toilet 
I'm not saying that. I'm just saying even those breaks, you it was it was more about like the film just felt more special. It's like the difference between listening to an album on Spotify and buying the CD. So the album, like, so it's, right, sorry, it's more special on TV because it has advert breaks than on Netflix where you can watch it uninterrupted and pause it if you need to. That's not what I said. <laughs> you see exactly what you said. What did you say? Sorry, what? No, it, no, it. No, I didn't say that at all. Oh, you did. I, I was you saying, kind of did. Yeah, you said yeah I think that, that is what you did. Yeah. No, no, no. Because David said earlier, one of the one of the bad things about it was that it would make it like less of an experience to watch it would be to because it had advert breaks. Yeah. So oh, okay. what I'm saying is that like actually though it, it all sort of just like because you're so focused on the movie, like you would use those times because you just want to get back to the movie. So it was. It just felt like more of an experience. Like when you go to Blockbuster, you get a film, you bring it home, you watch it. It's like fuck. This is a bit of an event. Mm. And now with the with the abundance of stuff, like something that would otherwise be an event, like watching a, a big Blockbuster movie, is now just kind of throwaway. Well, do you, you think, can kind of have it on in the background? Do you think it's in part because um, you know it's sort of on demand, so it's always going to be there? So there's almost like this thing in the back of your head where it's like maybe I'll come back to this at some point. It's not like in this designated slot on tv where if you blink you'll miss it yeah exactly like it's it's like a you know you're in the cinema you're there for that experience but now you just have like fucking all the world's art just there just like in a giant but pile that's not and why, it's just like, like, yeah, pick what that's you not want what people are doing like with that it's like people like if you sit down to watch something on netflix because you want to sit down and watch it that's very different to just being like man i'm bored i'm sticking something on like in the same way you just turn on the tv and flick through the channels like if you're like man i really want to watch like thor ragnarok tonight you're gonna make a thing and be like i'm gonna watch thor ragnarok maybe i'm gonna buy some popcorn i'm gonna chill and watch it like wherever it's just like when you're just like man i need something on the tv because i need something on the tv like it doesn't matter but when like, you, it doesn't, when I you buy think, that i really popcorn, don't think that you make it an experience but i really don't think that's like netflix like, you know like if you if you decide to have that experience that like, I'm gonna buy some popcorn, I'm gonna watch Thor Ragnarok, whatever the fuck that is, it's and great. then you're like, then the, the, you're making that an experience. Yeah, but that's what and I'm that's saying. Is like, you get around you're it. the only one that makes fucking like the Channel Four movie at nine o'clock an experience. Like for me, when that came on, I just put it on and like watched it for as long as it was on until I got tired and wanted to do something else. Like that's what I'm saying. The, the individual makes the experience depending on what they want to see on. Not not it's it's like the comparison is like, are you putting the tv on to have something to do while you eat your breakfast and like get ready for the day or are you sitting down to specifically watch the thing that's on i get it well we're getting we're getting a bit long now so we should probably wrap it up <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> don't think we're gonna come to a it's fine people are gonna that, listen but... to it at uh, two times speed so we can go for twice probably. as long okay <laughs> uh, does anyone have any final points on the netflix no, I think we talked about it quite extensively. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> we did. it's a good. To- it's a, it's interesting. It's a divisive topic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Don, Don, what's our social media? Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Heatlamp Podcast, so you can email us at pod at underthehealamp dot com. Yes. we actually have we actually have an email. Yeah. Um, yeah, last week from Kaylin's mum. <laughs> this week from Kaylin's friend. <laughs> so I look forward to next week when we get one from Kaylin's what, cat. What did I say? What did I say? <laughs> or his left shoe or something. No, we'll, 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 we'll leave it because we're going to do this episode next week that my friend has suggested. Well, we're going to read his email. We've got to read the yeah, email. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we've got to give him a shout out. Um, all right. His name's Matt. He says, hello, lads. Please, can you do an episode on these people? Especially, oh, yeah, the, um, the subtitle is uh, Accelerationism. 
please can you do an episode on these people, especially Reddit types, who have a cult-like devotion toward billionaire saviors, i.e. Elon Musk, and the idea of accelerationism as a whole. I don't understand the appeal, and I'm too lazy to properly research it myself. Cheers, Matt. So we're going to do it for you, and we're going yes. to talk about it on the next episode. And as usual, our offer stands to do an episode on whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. So just email us. I want some silly suggestions. Yeah. And... I want some shit suggestions. We yeah. will do it on anything. <laughs> within reason, within reason, within reason. Hmm. But I feel like all our all our fans uh, know us personally, <laughs> so they probably wouldn't send something like, really horrible in. <laughs> if you don't know us personally, please, please email in. Yeah, I want fresh, fresh meat. I want someone yeah. new. Even if you I think we're shit, before. just tell us, you know. <laughs> All right, well then, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for watching. Farewell. Bye. Bye.